Welcome back, Literary Slummers, to a Meow Meow ep- Meow Meow. Welcome back, Literary Slummers, to a Meow Meow Monday episode of Shuffleware. And like sands through the hourglass, these are the cats of our lives. <laughs> I am Trash Paw. Is that a is that a Twilight reference? No, it's not a Twilight reference. It's a soap opera reference because this whole book was a soap opera. Oh my god, this book. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm from Kit. Sorry, guys. This one's this week. We're continuing on reading the second arc of the Warrior Cat series entitled "The New Prophecy" with book number five, Twilight, hmm. by Aaron Hunter. I think this one's written by Charity Burbage. Cherith Baldry. Chair, my fucking Charity Burbridge Charity is Burbage. a very minor character from Harry Potter, I believe. Please kill me. Please <laughs> go into my brain, excavate every scrap of Harry Potter knowledge from it. I mean, so look, I-, I recognize it, so I'm not any better. <laughs> kill me. Release us from Release this hell. me. Release me. <laughs> I've done my time. 13 <laughs> years of it. Uh yeah no Charity oh, Burbage is like the author of a textbook in Harry Potter. I think yeah because I think she's the one who gets spoilers for Harry Potter. Who cares? She gets uh, fed to spoilers. <laughs> she gets fed to Nagini at the start of book six. I'm pretty sure or seven book seven. Oh, it's the Muggle Studies professor. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. she gets fed to yeah. Nagini. And yes, she does. Yeah, who Shit. is later revealed to be an Asian woman? You know, in one of the movies. So you know, so very fucking cool. weird. We're not here to talk about any of that. No, we're here to talk about middle grade series, <laughs> Warrior Cats. Another, you know, another big fandom. Uh huh. Fantasy book. Uh, Some would say weirder than the Harry Potter fandom, but ultimately less harmful. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more. I don't know. Uh, a little bit on furry. that furry pipeline. Yeah, you know, we've <laughs> yeah, discussed yeah, yeah. it. Before, if you are of a certain age, it started with Robin Hood. If you are of our age, it's Kovu from The Lion King too. If you yes, are, I assume, 100%. coming up, then it's the animals from Zootopia. These are yeah. facts. It's the fox from Zootopia. If you are an up-and-coming tween yeah. or specifically Em's mom. <laughs> dare you put my mother on blast like this. But am I lying, though? <laughs> no. She loves him. She would leave her husband for that fox. <laughs> We're not talking about my mom either. We're talking about warrior cats. We're talking about warrior cats. You know what? You're right. We're talking about, let's get serious and talk about some cats that fight other cats. Some would argue that more than fighting, what the warrior cats do is love. Because that is all that happens is this book is various cats having crushes on other cats. And I was not into it. No, this book was the worst. You know what? I. This was a chores book until mm. like the last 15% of it. And then the thing that was meant to happen the entire time this book happens. I'm so like sick of this. <laughs> Just release the authors, let them do a trilogy, mm-hmm. and yes. let's not have all the stupid filler. That means nothing. Also, please, please, anyone but ThunderClan, I beg of you. I tire. I grow weary of ThunderClan. I'm so sick of, like, Firestar, like, the older he gets, the more he, like, just, he's just, like, this middle-aged white guy who always thinks he's right about everything. I thought you said the older he gets, the more of a dilf he is, but, you know, that might be the furry in me coming out. 
that the, the furry slippery pipeline. slope slippery slope <laughs> no everyone in this book, i'm sorry firestar is the one you would pick though no i don't know if i would pick him but i do think he has a certain gravitas now in this series that he didn't in the first series that's yeah certainly i think though if we look hard and we examine ourselves myself mm-hmm. you know that what my answer would be it would be tiger star <laughs> wow really tiger, tiger star? star in cat hell tiger star in cat hell is probably if he was if if i found cats sexually attractive or if he was a human would be very hot see here's the thing i think i can't get on board with tiger star because most of his ideology especially in this book is i am right everyone else is wrong which is yeah. boring to me um mm, i think fair, i prefer fair, fair, fair. What's his face? Who I thought was going to get a redemption arc in the first series, but instead got murked by his mom. Oh, Broken Star. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. if I was gonna no, not Broken Star. No, because it's the current one. Black Star. Black Star. Is it Black Star? Or was that a Blind different one? Star. No, it wasn't Black Star. I think Star. it's Black Star because he he went by Blackfoot. Wait. No, that's a different no, one. No, is Black Star the blind star i know he you end- all know who we're talking yes, about yes he ends up losing losing sight and they make fun of him for it and then yellow fang kills him yeah but him he was he's probably the most fuckable villain in the series i think mm. see i like tiger star because i think in my mind totally arbitrary mm. is on the more spiffy end of the of the scruffy spiffy villain scale uh, see, I feel like he's a you gym know bro. he wears a three piece suit. No, because he's so like they're always talking about how big and swole he is. I'm like, no, he's in a muscle tank always. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Because I definitely don't view Brambleclaw that way. Who's supposed to be a control C, control V of his dad? They talk about how big and big and buff Brambleclaw is, and is I is would... Brambleclaw big and buff? Because yes. I thought he was. I was imagining poor, sensitive soul Brambleclaw this whole time. Not to say buff people can't be sensitive. This is what I think it is. I think Brambleclaw is more of a himbo, but he's not dumb. He's mm, like nice buff smart boy, smart himbo. Yeah. Whereas his dad is like um, himbo minus the nice part. He's buff mm. and and mean. Okay, I yeah. need to reimagine this then mm-hmm. because, to me, like, I was imagining, svelte, sleek, like a scar sort of personality. Yeah, I think that's. Build. I think that's the the uh, yellow fangs kid. I think that's more his mm-hmm. vibe. Okay, okay, we'll hold on then. Mm-hmm. Yes, come Let with me. Let me reevaluate everything I think about. Yeah, warrior cats first. Okay. Sorry, we're derailing. Who is hottest cat? <laughs> this is the new podcast. <laughs> Welcome to another Meow Meow Monday where we talk about which cat is the hottest. We'll go with guys first and then move on to girls. Right. And I think we need to, we really need to do like villains as kind of their own category. Yes. Villain. Think- yeah. Okay. Okay. Hawk Frost though. Well, I don't know if Hawk Frost is going to end up being a true villain or not. That kind of gets yeah. to the, the serious theories of this. Of I don't really know which way Hawk Frost is going to go. I'm a little confused on him, honestly. Yeah. Um, so is he hot? Because I would say he's just a straight himbo is kind of his vibe. Mm. Not particularly that's smart. I've been picturing Gray Stripe the whole time, though. Especially when you listen to the audio. Well, that's the Sylvester like Stallone voice doesn't help, I'm sure. But <laughs> mm, this is hard. I think if we're moving away from villains, I would yeah. probably go Ravenpaw. Ravenpaw, absolutely. Mm. Ravenpaw is like this, like, just... He's the lone wolf type that swoops in at the last minute to, to provide help and give you sage advice. Absolutely. Mm. He's the side character everyone wants more of all the time. Now, my answer for females is 
frankly obvious. Yeah. What's her name? Sasha. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. Sasha. Obviously. obviously. Sasha. Oh, what uh, about Bloodcat? Would he be? A, would be? Would he be hot with his who? dog acrylics? The leader of the Blood Clan. <laughs> Scourge. 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 Yeah. Bloodcat. It's kind of kind of gender non-conforming with his acrylics, you know. I. You know. Maybe he's got like a glam rock. Thing yeah, going that's kind on. of. Yeah. I feel like he would be most like. <laughs> you yeah, would, you know he's like totally like androgynous. Like he would fit in best with the musical cats. I think absolutely if one of these Absol- cats Sco- was plucked out to be put into the Jellicle cats. It would be Scourge. Absolutely. So you know how like the origin story of Meowth in Pokemon is like he learned mm. how to talk by like watching a classroom, whatever. The way that Scourge learned to do acrylics is by he was like behind. He was he was he was like a, a backstage cat mm-hmm. at a theater, yeah. right? So he learned how to how to do stage makeup and acrylics. Um. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hot good girl. Hot good girl. Oh, it's hard because they all have the same per- basic personality. With all, minor yeah. Tweaks. Now the books want us to think it's Feathertail. The books do want us to think it's Feathertail or Silverstream. Mm-hmm. Both are presented uh, or as... spotted. Uh, I don't. Th- I don't think spotted leaf spotted comes leaf across. Spotted leaf go to death and be dead and stay dead. I. I don't feel like spotted leaf comes across as a hottie. I think she's more girl no, next she's door. No, she's like a. She's like a girl next door. Yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of just like natural beauty. I you think. Know? Um, yeah, I think Silverstream, Feathertail, um, yeah. maybe Misty Foot. Could I feel like mm. River Clan in general is like the hotties, right? River Clan, yeah. Absolutely. You know, because they're always like coming up out of they're the water dripping just wet. Dripping, <laughs> so hot. Whereas Shadow Clan fucking lives in a swamp. Yeah. But see, that's how you get the like creepy, stringy villains that, you know, mm. the scars, mm. the Dr. Facilier types, you know. That's true. Of just like kind of strung out, but you're still into Jafar, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If this is your vibe, you want to look at Shadow Clan. If you like boring people i guess then thunder clan is your choice They're the gryffindors yeah That's and fine. if you like fucking nerds you can go with wind clan thank you <laughs> they are though aren't they mm-hmm. they're kind of just like angry little nerds they're angry little nerds who can't do anything for themselves and get pissy about it and i'm so mm-hmm. done with them i think i'm team river clan also i think that's where the hotties with the bodies yeah. reside i think you know Mothwing is, like, this gorgeous atheist library type, you know? I think I want to be in Shadow Clan, but I want to date someone from River Clan. Yeah, but you yeah. can't because that's not worried. Because that's not allowed, but that just makes it hotter. <laughs> is Crowfeather hot? <laughs> no, he's like a child. <laughs> he's a dweeb. The he's such they a keep, dweeb. They keep pushing this Crowfeather as this guy who pulls. I'm just like, you don't. You're such. You're a five year old. Get out of here. I can't Please, picture Crowfeather. You're a child. You are covered in pimples still. No, Crowfeather. <laughs> cool. Write us in and let us know who you think is the hottest cat. Which is cats? it Brambleclaw? Is it Ashfur? You know, Ashfur is like... Ashfur is reliable. I Ashfur? I, I will say, I think, because we're going to get into this, I'm sure, in the plot. Maybe not. Maybe we're not going to talk about plot at all this week. Ashfur, <laughs> there, there is a love triangle that arises between Ashfur, Brambleclaw, and uh, Squirrel Flight. Squirrel Flight. <laughs> it's not even a name that looks good on paper. Why did good. you go... Okay, sorry. Um, go on. <laughs> so this arises 
And I will say I like the way that it's handled because I think that uh, as it goes on, we realize that Ashfur is like the guy who will put his girl first and she's like a princess mm. and Brambleclaw Absolutely. is like, I'm the guy who wants to give you the opportunity to like work alongside me and be, mm-hmm. we can be a power team together. Right. And I'm like, Absolutely. yes, Brambleclaw, you're right. Cause I was team Ashfur for a minute. I was like, yeah, yeah. You know what? Ashfur's not being a dick, but then he started being a little like, Oh no, stay here. And also little racist. Gotta say, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he didn't mm-hmm. go full blown, but he was, he was borderline a few times. And I was like, you're just, Squirrel Flight, you're just going to have to do too much work as a mixed race kitty to have to explain your culture to this man. (laughs) But as Squirrel Flight makes a huge point of in this book, she is half kitty pet, so she... Yeah. (laughs) No, Squirrel Flight, that counts for nothing. Um, (laughs) That counts for nothing. It it is Um, a little bit Irish American of her, you know? A little bit, a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> you know, my I descended. I'm a descendant of, of, of someone who came over on the Mayflower. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I just had this thought while we were talking. You know who I bet is probably like secretly hot and like really feeds into what I imagine. Like I, this is like my glasses kink entirely. Brackenfur, hot nerd. Uh, he's just he is. he's such a hot little nerd i know he is i mean <laughs> he's got glasses and no one realizes it and then he like takes them off and everyone's like oh my god it's like a clark kent superman situation i just don't think that i care enough about brackenford to have an opinion when one way or the other i will say mm, i think brackenford. if we're talking um kind of Brackenfur is the Neville Longbottom. <laughs> okay, now I do see it. Now I do see Ex- it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're see? right. You're right. Um, also, excavate the knowledge from Yeah, please take that away. We must stop. We <laughs> must stop. It started with Charity Burbage, and I can't. I can't. I think also that probably mm-hmm. um, Sandstorm is, like, way too hot for... Oh, absolutely. For Firestar to the point where, like, if this was uh, all humans show... That was like yeah. a Game of Thrones esque show where we're just supposed to accept that they're cats, even though they're clearly humans. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. Then people would be like unreasonably mad at the Firestar uh, Sand Sandstorm yeah. situation and be Absolutely. like, "No, Leafpool or not Leafpool, uh, Spotted Leaf. Spotted Leaf's his one true love because she would be intimidatingly hot, and people would mm. let their inner misogyny out on her." Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's. Mm. Poor sandstorm. It's you know, specific, really but it's get, true. You know, she doesn't get the attention. That she, she got. Needs, she but. finally got a little bit of it of something in this book where she was given like. She got a little personality. She got lines, a, a job and lines. She got a job, which yeah. was nice. And I was like, okay, all right. She's busy trying to fill gray striped shoes. Oh, gray stripe. <sighs> when will my gray stripe come home from the war? <laughs> Never. Hopefully. Never. Never. <laughs> Firestar, where are you? It's just terrible. It's terrible. All right. Let's talk about the plot of this book. Uh, because I don't want people to think I'm any weirder than I've already revealed We've myself to We've talked about fucking podcast. about how hot cats are for 15 And they're minutes. all children. They're all like three they're years old. All, I mean, well, it's that thing of like they're adults by cat standards. But yeah, by human standards, no. So I don't know no. where that falls in the morality. They're of- still babies. 
we are imagining just to be clear to anyone who's going to pull these clips out of context and use them to win fights against us in later years yeah uh we are envisioning if the cats were human yeah like you know we're not saying cats are hot (laughs) you know like when artists on the internet take like the lion king and make human versions of it yeah yeah yeah. and it's like now it's socially acceptable to find these characters hot yeah yeah (laughs) yeah you all know 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 right you all know you're all here on the same page with us right right tell us who you think is hot honestly tell us what animal no you're horny for tell us which warrior you would risk it all for okay so the plot the plot of this book okay so we get a prologue as always this prologue is a mysterious anonymous cat is in conversation with the star clan how they're gonna die soon and i have a like, question yeah what who is this cat i can tell you um i was confused by this also and i did not realize what was happening in this scene until i went to the wiki to read the plot synopsis to hopefully find out Uh what happened in the scene um it is the person it is the cat at the end of this book who dies talking to star clan about how they're going to die at the end of this book what cat dies at the end of this book it's a very important cat who dies I don't want to spoil it for our listeners. I fully... Okay, well, I'm going to be shocked Did when we, we get to Did we read the it. same bat? I think so. It was the Badgers? Yeah. Okay, and I don't remember who dies, this person, so let's keep, it, let's keep it pinned and you can reveal it to me at the end, and okay. I will be shocked. I was, like, super confused by this because I fully read this prologue, and again, I am the type of reader, if I don't understand it, I am not going to go back and try to understand it in a uh-huh. book like this. I'm just going to move on and hope it makes itself clear. This is a children's book. I don't have time. This is an assignment. Sure. So I was confused by this. I thought some a cat had died. And they were like, shucks, I died, Starclan. Starclan was like, yeah, that sucks when it happens. So I was waiting to find out, like, a cat is missing and is now dead at the moon pool. Like, everyone's been going to the moon pool, but no dead cat has been there. Who died? See, this is wild because I read this and I was like, oh, obviously a cat is going to die at the end of this book. Mm. And because they reference going on the journey, it's going to be one of the cats that went on the journey. So I'll keep an eye out for that. And then I don't remember a cat dying in this book. So I was like, that's so weird that that never came up. It's a really <laughs> big death. It is a big I death. Don't, I don't You're remember. You're going to look foolish at the end of oh, this. no. no Oh, no. Um, So I also, okay, so that's the prologue. I want to start this off by saying this is just a chores book until the last 15% of this book, maybe less. Everything is like, it feels disconnected, especially when I'm writing the summary. Mm -hmm. So forgive me if this just feels like a list of things that happens, but that's how it played out in the book. So um, this is exactly in order. I went chapter by chapter and wrote the things that happened in each chapter. Okay, let's do it. It was very dull to read. This was not one of my favorite cat books by a long shot. I will say, I agree. I think the first half was very weak, but I think the back half kind of made up for it. I did mm-hmm. like, I did like a lot of what was going on in the back half. But, and then, but then it amounted to nothing. So, well, yeah, but they if always we're talking about the same events. Are we, I'm talking about the fact that we we got an interspecies war. That was fun to me. Oh, yeah. That's that wasn't that was like the last ten percent though. But I mean, the stuff it's, that happened before it led up to that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, here are the things. One whisker has finally become one star. And Yay. for some reason, Shadow or Wind Clan has decided to be openly hostile towards Thunder Clan, who 
if you remember, just like two days ago in the universe of these books, had helped them fight off this rebellion of cats so that one whisker could become one star anyway at all. But like Firestar, for some reason, is like, got to go check in on our neighbors and sends a patrol over there to be like, hey, y'all good? And Wind Clan's like, fuck off. We don't need ThunderClan. We are a strong warrior cat clan. We don't need help from ThunderClan. Wild. Thank you. Goodbye. This is why, why? Wind Clan is the worst clan. <laughs> They're nerds. They're angry little nerds. And like, for what? Like, at the end of the book, stuff happened. It's it just like, it made no sense to me. He was he was just being self-conscious and uppity for no reason. Forgot mm-hmm. who his real friends were. Anyway, Squirrel Flight and Brambleclaw are still at odds because here's here's the deal. Squirrel Flight just doesn't trust Brambleclaw because he looks like his dad, is hanging out with his brother who also looks like his dad, and is displaying ambition. Which I would argue he's not even really displaying ambition as much she's as reading he's, it as. Yeah, yeah. He, which he is just like, and I mean, part of this is because the last book was from his point of view. So, you know, whatever. But like, he's just like, hey, we do not have a deputy. We, someone needs to be doing these jobs. Right. And I'll uh, do that. And I will do that. Charge. And Keep yes. Me in mind. Do I want to be a deputy? Yeah, of course. But I'm not like being a bitch about it right but right, then also exactly. there's this thing that comes in, up in this book which i'm like wild that this wasn't brought up in the last book again i would really like to have a copy of the warrior code to just kind of see what the deal is because um i'm jumping ahead but f- at finally they decide to promote the the kit to a paw birch kit i uh-huh. believe uh-huh. um and they uh uh firestar gives gifts him unto ash Fur, fur instead of Brambleclaw. He's supposed to talk to them ahead of time. Which he does. He does talk to Ash for ahead of time. Oh, okay. Yeah, because then because Squirrel Flight goes to him and is like, oh my gosh, did you know? What's up? And he's like, yeah, I didn't want to tell you until it was like a fish. Um, oh my god, what? Okay. So that's okay, the whole Ash, thing. You're trying too hard. But we find out that in order to be a deputy, you have to have had an apprentice. Mm. But I'm like, last book... Brambleclaw, everybody was like, Brambleclaw should be deputy. And he had not had an apprentice at that point, And there was uh, no apprentice on the horizon. So this yeah. just seems like they're making up rules <laughs> as we go. things up again, Firestar. <laughs> I need the warrior code to be codified and please, given to me please. to read. I need you, I need you cats to figure out how to write down your laws. Mm-hmm. This, this method of like passing them down orally is not flying and it's not even like they pass it down orally because it's not like at any point anyone's like oh yes as warrior code says you know it's always like yeah we can't do that because of warrior code and they never give us like the exact wording or whatever you know it's just kind of like warrior code vaguely gestures that way no code just vibes and i just need them to tell me what the rules are please well one of our listeners, Liz, reported to us on Twitter that she looked at the wiki for us. Thank and you. And there are spoilers, so we should not go and look. I did get but... a little bit of spoilies because I looked at something on the wiki. And oh, you fool. I know, I know, I know, I know. <sighs> I was trying to figure out what but... the weird substance was that the kittens ate in this book. I will also, oh, yeah, it did not explain that no. in, in the plot synopsis. So I was like, I guess I'll never know. It didn't um, explain it anywhere. Perfect. <laughs> but Liz said that... Uh, the warrior code essentially is whatever your clan leader says. That's warrior code. So like, what what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Catdom. I don't. What? Okay, but <laughs> okay, but 
You see the problem, <laughs> yes, right? With with this method yes. of government, because there's a lot of things that that like is warrior code now that is standard from an older cat from from yeah, a long that dead cat. cat. Said so and that other cat continued to say so. So how can a like if a new does a new cat have to be like? Yes, I agree with everything that ever was said before me. So we're still following that code. Or are they allowed to change warrior code? Are they about to be like, oh, well, I'm the leader and I decided warrior code means that um, we all uh, give Firestar foot rubs on Mondays. You know, like what's what's the rule here? Based on these cats, based on how they view the world around them, they would assume that if a leader was telling them something bad, StarClan would strike them down in some fashion, such as making a tree fall and smush them to death. The importance of religion. I know I've harped on this, but man, it just keeps going. It was going. still prevalent. It just keeps one, going. It? Just keeps going. Um, Okay. So, okay, so that's why Squirrel Flight doesn't like Brambleclaw because of the way he looks. Brambleclaw's hurt, obviously, by the lack of trust. That's, like, his whole big thing is he like he's like, so you don't trust me because of how I look. And Squirrel Flight's like, yeah, that's right. So if Brambleclaw is entering his villain stage, which the book is kind of toying with this, will he, won't he sort mm-hmm. of follow his father's footsteps, which I'm very much, of course, hoping Brambleclaw does not. But as we saw in the last arc, if it looks like a villain, talks like a villain, it's, probably it's gonna a villain. be a villain. Yeah. So I don't know. If Brambleclaw is entering his villain stage, Squirrel Flight is entirely at fault here because everyone else in the clan is like, why don't you trust him? He's a good cat. <laughs> and she's like, I just. I, but have you I seen just, him? He looks like Tiger Claw. I just don't trust we him. We left these prejudices behind at the end of the first arc when Firestar nope. learned to be friends with Brambleclaw. We have to relearn the same lesson every time. <sighs> I just. These the the Firestar and his descendants are stupid as hell. I'm sorry. It's wild because it's like they keep being like we have to fight prejudice against us. With yeah, we have pets. to get along with the other clans and all join and, as one. And you have to stop judging us based on the fact that we're kitty pets, but also we're gonna judge you based on the circumstances of your birth. Yeah. really hard. Yeah, yeah, and it's gonna be unfair. But because this book is from my POV, there's not gonna be any resolution to i feel like uh we'll save it for serious theories just you know we'll talk we'll talk okay we'll talk um squirrel fly as we've mentioned is becoming closer to ashfer who is sending her romantic signs strong hostilities between brambleclaw and ashfer because of this to the point where sandstorm is like daughter you must rein these men in we cannot have these open hostilities in our clan and squirrel flight's like what are you talking about <laughs> Sandstorm's of like, course, you dumb, dumb oblivious little girl. Yeah. <laughs> quit spreading your cat pheromones. They were to say, quit spreading your cat legs. And I was like, damn. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I'm not going to go down that route. No. We've already talked about We've how talked hot about the cats it are. I don't much. need to talk about it anymore. Um, awesome. ThunderClan comes across a badger and her kits in their territory, and they fight them and chase them off. Most of the clans at this point have chased off badgers from their territories. This is important foreshadowing and maybe the only chore that matters in this book long term (laughs) is the clearing of badgers from the territories. They also fight a fox later, but I don't think that will matter as much as the time they fought the badgers. Probably not. I also like how 
the message that Squirrelpaw took from fighting the Badgers was like, man, mm-hmm. I feel bad for the Badgers. They are just trying to do their best and survive. And it's sad that we have to chase them away. And I hope she has a good life with her kids. And then the end, which is like, yeah, that's kind of the message that you would want a middle grade book yeah. to have, right? Absolutely. Of like, you might disagree with people, but like, you have to understand that they're coming at things with their own perspective. And then mm-hmm. the end of this book is like, nah, fuck them. Death to Badgers. <laughs> fuck them. They're, they're over here. They're going to turn against you. And I'm like, this is... Hmm. Like, if we apply this to, like, any historical situation, this is a bad look. <laughs> it's not good. No. no. You can't Honey trust Badgers. other people in your lands. You need to get them out. Like, oh. You need to get them out or else they're going to come back and they're going to kill you. They're going to kill you. I'm like, oh, so this is, you, yeah. ugh, yikes. So not only do you need to kick them out of your land, but you need to, like, repress them mm-hmm. so that they can never rise up again against yeah. you. It's the American way. Leafpool is very distracted by Crowfeather's declaration of love. It's affecting her work. Cinderpelt notices, but no one else seems to. This is just a relationship drama between Leafpool and Squirrelflight. That's all this book is. Yes. It's awful. It's just so it's Barbara. So pages and pages and pages of, I can't love him. I'm a medicine cat. And I can't love him. He looks weird. <laughs> I also, I'm sorry, I got the giggles. So like, um, Leafpool, uh, again with the fucking ghost cats. She talks to Spotted Leaf a little bit, but she also talks to Feathertail. Yes, and Feathertail's like, it's fine, you can fuck him, and I'm like. What I is going want him to be lonely? What is going to happen when you all are in cat heaven? What is what is going to be the rules? Is it is it just anything goes? In anything cat goes? Is it you know everybody's down to clown in cat heaven? Absolutely, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Silver pelt is up there. It is just one giant cat orgy. I mean, we've we've discussed this with like what's going to happen vis-a-vis spotted leaf and you yeah. know fire and star sandstorm and sandstorm. sandstorm who will die before firestorm because she only has one life yep 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 and she's gonna be like <laughs> hey what's up um yeah and then firestorm is gonna get up there and be like oh hey my wife of many years mate whatever of many uh-huh. years um who you know had kids with me oh my god is that spotted leaf and then it's like <gasps> hold on sandstorm we spent a lot of time together you i gotta catch up with, with spotted me, leaf star yeah, BRB. She hasn't been in my dreams in a while. <laughs> like we're we're gearing up for the same situation with uh, uh, crow feather feather tail and spot and, leaf pool and leaf pool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to think that when Sandstorm dies before Firestorm and mm-hmm. goes up to uh, Star Clan and meets Spotted Leaf, the two of them will start to bond over shared stories of how stupid Firestar is, and then they'll fall in love. And Firestar will get up there expecting all of this. <laughs> kitty poontang and will not receive any that is an excellent uh metaphysical <laughs> ending so for upsetting this. to even say <laughs> you formulated it i know as i was like gearing up to the end of that sentence i was like there has to be another word and my brain said this is the only one <laughs> has to be an off ramp <laughs> oh geez um <laughs> Sorrel Tail is expecting kids. Brackenfur is the daddy. This feels like I'm reading newspaper items to you. All. Like, 
<laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Sorrel tells expected gets Bracken first said to be the father. Um, again, I just want to say for a book that made such a huge point in the first six arcs. Yep. No, excuse me. Six for, books, yeah. You know, you guys know what I mean. The first six books about how it doesn't matter who the daddy is. Now that we know who all the characters are, it really, it really matters, matters who, who the, the daddy, daddy is. There, there's, there's no more feminism here. There's some more drama. I'm sorry, I'm about to skip ahead again. But yeah, there is. Fucking... Quit reading ahead from from my pages, my page six <laughs> drama of Warrior Clan. Fucking um, our our boy Cloudtail. Yeah. Uh, so if we have, I think mentioned before there's kitty pets who live in a barn nearby one of them daisy comes to thunder clan and is like oh my gosh i'm here with my kids sanctuary and they're like yeah yeah cool come into <laughs> quasimodo in the form yeah bright heart <laughs> exactly um <laughs> they're like uh yeah you can come stay in thunder clan as long as your kits assimilate into our culture and forget all culture of their own that's totally fine yeah. um because you are similar enough that we can pretend that it's the same thing. But they're young enough, it'll be easy. Yeah. Um, but while they are there, Cloudtail starts hanging out with Daisy and her kids like all the time. Like all the time. And we remember from the first arc that Cloudtail was like hella in love with Brightface, Brightheart. And <laughs> Quasimodo. <laughs> and now there's like this weird vibe where I, as an adult reading this, am like Cloudtail's having an affair with her, right? But yes, like, absolutely, and it happens so fast. But they they don't like come out and say that. And I'm sure, I'm sure that if you know you were to ask the writers, they'd be like, "No, Cloudtail was just helping her out." And you know, Bright Heart got a little jealous because of that. Like they would not admit that that's what's happening, but that's what's happening. That's fully what's happening here is Cloudtail has abandoned his mate, Bright Heart, which again, like presumably supposedly doesn't matter yeah. because daddies don't matter the cats don't mate for life but as the series goes on the cats have decided they're all going to mate for life so really it shouldn't matter that that cloudtail has decided to chase after another cat but it does immensely. it does and it's really <laughs> Be- because their relationship was so solid too uh-huh. it's like cloudtail finds these broken cats and wants to fix them and make them strong warriors. That's what and it when is. he's done with Daisy, when she knows all her fighting moves, he's gonna move he's on gonna to the next move helpless on. woman. Yep, man, he's kind of a predator. He's kind of know? a predator. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we should expect it because he's a cat atheist, and we know that those are. That's villains. very true. Yeah, he does not care much for Star Clan. Um, we have a gathering at the new location, and it was apparently perfect. The cats are like, we have new warriors, we have new apprentices. River Clan's like, we want the territory near the horse place where we used to meet. And everyone's like, okay. And they come up with rules for like how and when the cats can pass through their other people's territories. Like they have to stay within two fox lengths of the lake to get to the gathering location. I find it very interesting that they measure distance in the length of an animal they try to avoid it all times how do they know how long a fox really is they just really decided that that was the correct distance and they were like "Hmm, what is this long i know two foxes two foxes and then someone else comes up and they're like i don't really know maybe foxes are like five feet long (laughs) so i don't know could be (laughs) why wouldn't they say like four warrior lengths long like we all know how big you guys are well but then you get like a big beefer like uh uh not leopard um 
Big beefer. <laughs> you know, the one we talked about. Tiger <laughs> star? Beefer, yes. Okay. Got a big okay. beefer big like beefer tiger star. star. And that Where's throws the off the measurements. That's true. Okay. So what they should do, what what I would do if I were Firestar and I had to get up in everybody's business like Firestar always does, I'd say, all right, cats, lay me on the ground and then, and then a cat exactly my size lay down next to me. You can't walk any closer to their territory than this. And everyone would be like, oh, yes, it is a, it is a, it is a firestorm's length. Because it would presumably be sandstorm that they choose. It would be a firestorm's length we have, we have to walk. That would make more sense to me than just making this, this animal we fear and hope to never see this length away. But... Maybe that makes them hyper aware of how big foxes are. That's true. They will always be on guard thinking Anything of foxes that and their lengths. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and like, what is, like, is it from tail to nose? Is it from legs to front? Like, where? I would assume how... it's tail to tip. You would, but are they I, I would accurate? and I do. <laughs> are they that accurate? Maybe they're like the fox. He stands with his tail between his legs. That is his length, as opposed to no. We should we should stretch his tail out to see how far it goes. I think when you what have these cats done? What you are coming up against here is um, the fact that the only way measurements actually work mm-hmm. is if you have like a standardized measurement, much in yes. the way that you know humans used to. I actually don't know if this is apocryphal or not, but you know the whole like. We call it feet because it's the length of the king's foot or whatever thing, you know? Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and then, like, if it's a new king, you got to get a new foot situation. Again, could be, you know, nonsense. And I'm not going to look it up right now. But yeah. that sort of thing of, you know, like, measurements used to be, like, more... Just whatever more, we felt like. More lackadaisical, you know? Yeah. Well, so I don't want any, like, Shadow Clan jerkwads coming in and being like, Brambleclaw, you're too close. And he'd be like, no, this is how long I think a fox is. I I feel that any... <laughs> and then they kill Brambleclaw. That would be terrible. <laughs> I feel that any reasonable cat can guesstimate how big two foxes are. And how many of those are there? None. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, WindClan and ThunderClan are like, you guys can go unbothered to the moon pool. We're not going to make a big deal out of that. And then they're like, we saw more badgers, guys. This book is so boring. <laughs> Just. Um, all right. As we've hinted at before, Feathertail does visit Leafpool in a dream. Uh, I should read these like blinds like uh, Silver Beauty, Dead Silver Beauty visits Star Clan. Uh, Star Clan. What is it when you're really good at something? What is that? Protege? <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Or prodigy, <laughs> not protege. Prodigy, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, so so uh, silver, silver, dead silver beauty visits Star Clan prodigy in a dream. So you can't tell exactly who I'm talking about. But we so all I can't know be lying if I report about. false news. Yeah, <laughs> do that uh, for all like, your notes. <laughs> <laughs> she's right like, now, hey. the first one went so well. The first one went really well without a hitch. Take take a message to uh, the non-believing doctor, <laughs> the wet one. That's River Clan. Um, take this message to Mothwing. River Clan is in danger from two legs, 
they're going to come hurt some cats. But I can't communicate with Mothwing about that because Mothwing is a non-believer. And uh, also we, we get this moment where she's like, you have my blessing to be with Crowfeather. <laughs> Which, okay, so the rules here now are you can o- the star clan can only you have to welcome star clan into your heart uh-huh, in uh-huh, order uh-huh. to get messages from star clan yeah absolutely you have to like sign up with a plan like you can't just communicate for free so who was the first cat that was like hmm, i bet my dead ancestors could talk to me if they wanted number one because first of all yeah number one wild <laughs> who um, came up with this number two that kind of does sort of give I mean like I know we know Star Clan is real because the books are telling us that Star Clan is real. But I was We've so on team Mothwing. Like she's like, yeah. yeah, you guys have dreams that have symbolic meaning because you are highly trained cats who like mm-hmm. look for symbols and things. So your subconscious in your dream tells you a thing and then you can act on that thing and usually it's going to turn out to be right i'm like yeah 100 yeah, you're just really observant which if we are then going to be like oh star clan only can appear to you if you already believe in them then mm-hmm. it kind of gives credence to the idea that star clan is a mass hallucination <laughs> like, exactly like how are you going to get new believers if well whatever indoctrination you indoctrination. know you gotta find the chumps yeah but then that's what it is it's, it's just kind of culty you know well and mothwing is one of the only ones that doesn't believe so they've got to make her they got to other her they gotta gotta make her feel like she doesn't belong which this does answer my question of why does tiger star talk to his two boys and not mothwing because she's not a believer she's not a believer but what about his other He's daughter desperately trying to call her He's absolutely not interacting with Tawny Pelt even a little bit, though. No. Nope. Hates that girl. She doesn't look like him. <laughs> um, Leafpool goes to tell Mothwing this news, and uh, Mothwing's like, I don't believe in Star Clan, but I do believe in you, Leafpool, so I promise I'll keep an eye out for any two-leg danger. If they make Mothwing a villain after this, I'm going to scream. Yeah. Mothwing is just, they make her so inept for no reason. Like, she can't ever do anything without Leafpool's help when it comes to, like, big events. She keeps fucking stuff up. But then once they, yeah. like, turn the camera on her, she's like, I've got this. Do this. Do that. Do that. And ma- it makes it seem like she's a good medicine cat. And, yeah. But then, like, she, she just keeps, panics, maybe. She just panics, initially. I think. But also, yeah. like, the fact that she's such a good friend. She's like, yeah, 100%. I believe yeah. you and your crazy, weird religion, yeah. even if I don't believe in it, you know? Mm-hmm. I like Mothwing. I'm coming around. I like her. Mm-hmm. Um, the medicine cats then also all get a dream about something terrible with claws and blood coming to attack the clans. And they're like, we should talk about this because I'm not sure how to interpret it. And everyone's talking about it in Leafpool. Like Mothwing is pretending to also have had the dream, but Leafpool also didn't have the dream. And she is very worried because she feels like her love for Crowfeather is making her less of a medicine cat like Mothwing. <laughs> who, even though she's like, Mothwing is a very good, competent medicine cat, is also still beneath Leafpool. She is trash because she doesn't believe what I believe. Yeah, pretty much. Ugh. What a cool message. Um, We get the drama. We talked about Daisy and her kits. Uh, and how even, like, we didn't mention that Daisy has given her kits names already. 
And Cinderpal is simply like, good, we can we can make those names fit our uh-huh. our naming system. And just like renames them. And Daisy's like, um Okay. Okay. Again, these children are welcome here as long as they assimilate. As long as they conform. <laughs> We'll still call you Daisy, though, because you're worthless. Because you're never, never going to be a, be a warrior. true warrior. Yeah. And there's kind of like some question of like, well, is Daisy going to stay here with her kids or is she just going to stay until like they're old enough to kind of be is out Is she going to be a Sasha and come yeah. visit? Yeah. Who knows? Or like, I think it's kind of implied that she and the kids might dip, you Fuck know. Fuck off. Yeah. Once, once they learn how to take enough. care of themselves. Yeah. yeah. That would probably be for the best. They're different. They're outsiders. I was surprised they didn't bring up... Um, like, because as we go on, maybe I just missed it. Uh, one of the next things that happens is the kitty pets start shit with Shadow Clan, right? Mm. And they're all like picking on Shadow Clan and they kill a Shadow Clan apprentice and then they are like fucking with him and whatever. And Shadow Clan's like, uh, Tawny Pelt is the one that they get this information out of. And they're like, come yeah. on, Tawny, Tawny Pelt, let us help. Firestar said we could. Tawny Pelt brings him over, and at first Shadow Clan is like, no, we don't want your help. And then they're like, yeah, we'll take your help. Cool. Um, but I thought that what it was going to be was that the kitty pets were like, give us our, like, you stole. Give us our people you back. You stole some of our people. And then they would be like, yeah, I see what's happened here. But no, they're they're just being they're little They're just punks. assholes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, these, these are the kitty pets that have been kind of coded as, like, a stereotypical, like, hillbilly redneck mm-hmm. situation. So... Again, they're just like ignorant, dumb cats is the vibe. And they are just picking on those cats that are weaker than them and killing them. Um, because they're not warriors. They're not good enough. They're not noble warriors. So. I don't know what the whole point of that even was. It, it was scene. to have them help Shadow Clan again so everybody could be yeah. like, eh, stop helping us. We hate it. <laughs> Except for then the next gathering, they were all like, thank you, Thunder Clan. We would... We, we would have been dead without you. It's weird because, like, Shadow Clan is living in terror of these two kitty pets who will not leave their front yard. And I'm just like, what if y'all just don't go to their front yard? I think they come out a little bit, right? Mm. Surely they're not, like, traversing the entire wooded area. I it, refuse to believe that of these two well, kitty cause, pets. Because they're barn cats, not kitty pets. So they're, mm. like, in the barn and surrounding areas. So I think that's kind of the, like, they're... They're getting fed by the humans, but I think they kind of still have that, like, territory instinct of, like, this is our yeah. turf. So I think they are coming into the forest a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just... Because I thought they were, like, running into the house whenever, like, Yeah, yeah, they, they, they yeah. are, like, you know, running They're back like house to, barn cats. <laughs> they're running back to hide in the, like, barn or house or whatever they can get into, yeah. but... I just, I just, like, I'm like, why did it take all of ThunderClan to come up with a plan to, like, where you just simply attack first Where and you'd... be like stop doing this stuff well and also the cats are like <laughs> thunder clan is like so fucking chess master here because they're like to yeah. what i would say is a ridiculous degree because all of shadow clan is like oh we got to kill these guys and thunder clan's like no we can't kill them because if we kill them they're like the they, two legs will come the get two us. legs have already like started throwing rocks at you guys when they see you chasing the cats so they'll know it's you and they will come and like clear out the forest and i'm like yeah you're not wrong but this is like some pretty high level like knowledge of squirrel yeah. flight yeah yeah I, I yeah i just thought the whole thing was there was there was just like they were just like we gotta we gotta have events in this book we gotta have things happen so here they all are 
Well, and it um, gave Squirrel Flight and Brambleclaw another mission they could go on together and lightly yeah, jeer guess. and flirt. <laughs> um, we also have the incident with River Clan and the Two Legs comes to pass. Um, the Two Legs have some sort of pollution in the water that a bunch of the cats got into. So, like, some kits went and they were like, let's eat this strange green glowing substance that we found. It tastes bad, but LOL, surely it won't kill us. And then some other cats, like, kind of walked through it and then licked their paws. So a bunch of cats are just, like, dead, dying um, in River Clan. And in a panic, Mothwing sends one of the River Clan cats over to get Leaf Pool, who goes and helps. It's like a multi-day mission. She has to go over there and help. And basically, she's like, did you try making them throw up to see if it was something they ate? And Mothwing was like, oh, no. So they do that, and it works. Um, and, uh, yeah, basically, they... You know, they, they, they find the substance, they build, Hawk Frost is like, let's build a wall around it so it can't get us and we'll make the pollution pay for it. It's and, antifreeze. Uh, That's what it is. It is? No, I'm, I'm guessing, but it's, oh, okay. I just thought of like, cause they're like, it's a glowing green liquid, which there's some antifreeze that's like super green. And they say uh-huh. it's in like a piece of metal that smells like the, um, monsters the on monsters. the, yeah, so I'm like, it's oh, like that a, makes sense it's then. a fucking engine or something that's leaking antifreeze. I don't uh, know if antifreeze goes in an engine, but it's some car part that is leaking antifreeze. That has antifreeze. I think okay. that, okay. that's, this is my guess. I've cracked it. <laughs> Sorry, continue. I'm, I'm satisfied with that response, because I was like, literally, what are these two legs doing again with the poisoning yeah. of the local wildlife? Because I was thinking um, it was oil, because of the way it was like, being associated yeah. with cars, so then I'm like, oil doesn't when kill the cats it's not that green. quickly, and it's not green but yeah i think it's antifreeze yeah and as we learned from gone girl that's what happens when you have antifreeze poisoning mm-hmm. yeah so you know those books are probably the same in cats you know probably the same um so that they they, they sort out river clan they they mostly save the the affected cats a few of them do die but the important part of this is that in Leafpool's absence brightheart has kind of decided she's going to help cinderpelt out because her husband, Bo, mate, whatever you want to call him, has is now fully occupied by this new cat and her three kits. She is going through some changes. Cinderpelt's like, you have to give her patience because her whole world is changing. And Joe's like, okay, let's put in a lot of reliance on a man. Um, <laughs> and also, like, there's there's a lot in this where Cinderpelt's like, Look, sometimes things change and you need to, like, people take a while to adjust to them, but they will eventually accept them. And, like, it is so very clear that she is talking about A, Brightheart, and B, Cinderpelt herself because of the, like, you know, uh, leg injury that she suffered and how her mm-hmm. life got switched around be- because of it. But Leafpool is just like, is she talking about me? Is she, is she changing? Does she know about me and Crowfeather? Is she oh saying God. that I, I, I it's going to change because I'm not going to be the only one of two medicine cats anymore? Is she, this is about me, isn't it? Like, Leafpool, yes. no. Other people um, exist. <laughs> kind of. You're, you know, I just, just wait till the end. Wait, hold on. I think I know the cat who dies now. Do you remember who died now? But but she's not That's one the of changes. Okay, but she's not one of the ones who goes on the the trip to 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 the No, I but know. But they say something about that in the prologue, don't they? She's like without your help we would never have been able to do XYZ. And oh. I guess her help was like Yeah. I was waiting for Crowfeather to bite it the whole time. I know, right? Ugh. I know. 
I mean, honestly, what else, what else does he have to add to this series? So, um, but brightly, Brightheart seems to leave pool to have taken over as the medicine cat apprentice. And she is extremely salty about this. And I mean, Brightheart is kind of overstepping a little bit. Like she is, she is doing the medicine cat things and like standing next to leaf pool. Someone asked the medicine cat question and Brightheart's like, I don't know. There's no one around here. We can ask. I guess we better, I guess we better go leave and find the medicine cat cinder belt. <laughs> leaf pool's like, I'm standing right fucking here, bitch. <laughs> but then also there's a couple times where like the Daisy's kits who don't fucking know leaf pool come up to Brightheart and are like, yeah, what's up? Can you help us? And Brightheart's like, yeah, sure. Let's, you know, do this, that, whatever. And it's like, okay, like, you can't be that salty that these children aren't like don't know you like chill yeah. out. Yeah. I have I don't have much sympathy for Leafpool and her her insisting yeah, that I'm not the only one of two medicine cats. Like, yeah, you're not that special. Um, Squirrelfly. Okay, we already did that. They runs into Tawny Pell. Blah blah blah. Um, Leafpool then somehow enters the shared dream space of Tiger Star, Brambleclaw, and Hawk Frost. She falls asleep. She wakes up in cat hell. It's cat hell, right? <laughs> it's cat like, hell. Like, we've joked about cat, cat hell, and we've said, you know, like Tiger Star said before, like, oh, this is a different place than where Starkland is. But it's, like, fully, Leafpool like, confirms. dark and scary and, like, full of shadows and creepy stuff, right? I'm like, yeah, this is cat this hell. this is nothing like the warm comfort of Starkland This is Leafpool. This is cat hell. <laughs> Yeah. We've gone to cat hell. Spooky, scary cat hell. <laughs> um, Leafpool, like, she spies on them for a while. A tiger star is just giving his sons lessons on how how to uh, how to kill friends and become a leader, I guess. How to perform a coup. How to, how to do a coup. How to lead an insurrection. Like, there is a way this could be read, which is, I think, technically how we're supposed to read it for Brambleclaw, at least, of, like... Tiger Star is like, here is here is how you get power. Um, uh-huh. You should be pe- in power. I want you to be in power. And yeah, Brambleclaw you a good cat. Like, is asking questions and Tiger Star is answering them. And I don't think Brambleclaw ever is like, yes, I agree with what you're saying, Father. So I'm taking it as like Brambleclaw is there to listen and to hang out with his brother and to get advice and apply it in a way that is maybe less world domination-y, you know? I think that's kind of the vibe. He's getting this time to kind of, like, understand his father, who, Mm -hmm. as far as he knows, is this big boogeyman who decided to kill a bunch of people for, for power, just for power. So, like, yeah, you can kind of, like learn from him and and if if nothing else tiger star is always described as being a very loyal cat and and strictly adhering to the warrior code which are things that brambleclaw really finds important as well so yeah he's just taken he he's smart enough to sift the good from the bad yeah whereas hawk frost is just like yes father please tell me more i will do everything you tell me presumably i've said that word a lot in this episode i apologize it's because Michael told me, I always said assumably before. Michael's like, that's not a word. And I looked it up. I'm like, yes, it is. It's just not commonly used. I looked it up and, too very early in our podcast because I noticed you said it a lot too. And I didn't want to correct you. And I was like, mm-hmm. I always say presumably. I didn't know assumably was a word. I don't want Anna to, to feel silly if it's not a word. And I looked yeah, it up and it is a word. So I was like, it is, oh, it's, it's just fine. not as commonly used. Yeah, but then he made me feel bad about it. And so then I tried to stop saying assumably because... You know, 
No, keep saying assumably. You have to change everything about yourself no, to make a man assumably. like you. All right. I'll go back now. Yeah. I'll be my true self. I'm I'm the presumably, you're the assumably. This is okay. this is our Yeah. Those are that's our schema for us. <laughs> um Tiger Star like sees Leaf Pool spying on them and like he just like makes eye contact with her and then she runs away in the dream. But like what is going on here? Is Star Clan bringing Leaf Pool to the situation and for what reason? Or can Leaf Pool just walk between planes at will? Listen, the What's metaphysics happening? of this. So, okay, if you believe in Star Clan, you get to uh-huh. hang out with Star Clan uh-huh. if they want to hang out with you. Uh-huh. If you believe in Cat Hell, uh-huh. <laughs> I can't, I can't follow the train here because. If you don't know Cat Hell even exists and you end up there, how come? Why? What's <laughs> happened? If you are a good Star Clan cat, but suddenly you find yourself in Cat Hell, how come? Is I, it because you chose to love another? I think we have when to you, assume. When you were just starting to become a nun? I think we have to assume or presume that. Either one <laughs> is valid. And fine. Or that um, Star Clan is giving her the ability to see this for some reason. Yeah. But also, Star Clan works in mysterious ways, which usually just yeah. means Star Clan <laughs> is there to do metaphysics when it's needed. Star Clan is being very obvious about what's going to happen, but no cat can interpret it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but apparently, neither can I. So I don't know. I don't know why this happened, but it did. Um,. Leafpool kind of like she waffles, I feel like to me, between whether or not she's going to trust Brimblecar or not. Because at the beginning of this book, she was like, Squirrel Flight, you. Oh my god, Artie. At the beginning of this book, she was like, Squirrel Flight, you, you need have to, to chill. chill. Like, Brambleclaw's done nothing. He's a good cat. I think you should, like, try to mend this fight between the two of you. And Squirrel Flight was like, You don't understand, you stupid, naive little girl. You don't get it. He looks like a bad guy. I would posit that this isn't so much waffling when she now is like, nah, fuck Brambleclaw. Uh, I would say it's not so much waffling as it is interpreting new information, perhaps incorrectly. But if you are. But in the previous book, she was also team Brambleclaw is sus. Yeah. (laughs) Just like, where? Well, what? Yeah, because it was her, Leafpool and Squirrelflight were the only two, and they're they're twinsies, so they think alike. But then at the beginning of this one, Leafpool is like, it's fine, probably. But now she or she is now having she, this dream. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fair for her to be like, this is sus now. Cause she's yeah, now. Out. Now yeah, she should know. go to Squirrel I'm trying Flight to remember and be if like, this is like, what I saw. I'm trying to remember if there was a thing that like convinced her to not be so hard on Brambleclaw. I'm not sure. Can't remember. I think, I think Leafpool just hates Ashfur more than she hates Brambleclaw. She's like, I can't deal with Ashfur our whole lives as your, as your mate. Like he's fine as a clan member, but as your mate, I can't. Yeah. Ashfur, (laughs) he's He's bad for you, girl. He's a go along to get along kind of guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe he'll find love in an equally boring non-main character maybe him and Crowfeather will get together i don't know there you go it's his pair of the spares uh leafpool's got her religion squirrel flight and Brambleclaw each other there you go, there you go. leafpool and Crowfeather. speaking of they start meeting up in secret at night 
And uh, Crowfeather suggests that, like, we should run away together because, like, it's the only way. The clan won't allow us to be together. But since we're so in love because we've said we're in love, but for no other reason, because there's no chemistry here at all. No, not even a little. We should run away together. And Leafpool's like, I kind of want to. And I feel like it's important to note that not only is there no chemistry, there was, like, no interaction between the two of them before Crowfeather was like, I'm in love with you. Yeah. Yeah, like Squirrelflight would tell Leafpool a little bit about Crowfeather, and, and she'd be like, when I look at him, I feel tingly inside, but like, they didn't talk. This is one teenager who sad about the death of his much older girlfriend. Um, uh, his adult girlfriend. Trying to cope with it. <laughs> and another teenager who's horny for the first time and doesn't know how to handle that. But has decided to become a nun. Mm-hmm. Um, squirrel flight, like she knows her sister's sneaking out, but doesn't know why because Leaf Pool will not confide in her. This is a big secret. But then Leaf Pool has this dream where fucking Spotted Leaf pops up, and Spotted Leaf's like, I also know what it's like to fall in love with a cat as a medicine cat. I think you should follow your heart. So Leaf Pool is like, I will. And my heart says, let's run away with Crow Feather. So they do. <sighs> But not after Cinderpelt catches Leafpool and Crowfeather in the act. Not, like, in flagrante or anything, but, like, making, talking. Making eyes at each other at the border. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Leafpool and Cinderpelt have a really big fight where they both say very hurtful things to each other. And then Leafpool and Crowfeather make their big escape, leaving Cinderpelt with nothing but big guilt. So Cinderpelt tells the clan Leafpool's run away. Squirrel Flight and Bramblecar are like, well, obviously they're going to have run to wing clan so the two of them could be together. Like, Leafpool is such a valuable cat. Any clan would be happy to take her in. Let's go see if she defected. They go up there. And one star is like, when are you going to give us back our cat? And they're like, what are you talking about? They're like, well, Crowfeather's not with you. And they're like, Leafpool's not with you? Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh, (laughs) they, They try to track them, but like... The two, they lose the scent somewhere um, far away from the clans. And so they kind of just have to deal with this, like hoping that they will, they will change their minds and come back. But for the time being, the two of them have run away. And it is this very classic child running away situation in which they don't even last one night. <laughs> they come back the same day. Um, Leafpool and Crowfeather, they're like out on these moors or something. And they run into Midnight the Badger, who Leafpool has not met before, but Crowfeather is familiar with. Um, and Midnight says to these two cats, I've come to warn you guys that the badgers are preparing an attack on you. They're real mad that the cats have been kicking them out of their territory. And so they're going to all band together and try and kill you guys. And at first Leafpool and Crowfeather are like, well, it's not our business anymore. Like Midnight is going there. She's going to get there. She's going to tell them what's up. So like that's taken care of. They don't need us. And if we go back, that means this whole thing between us is over because they'll keep us apart. They won't let us see each other ever again. We'll be trapped. So that's not our business. Let's just go. So they, 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 you know, stick to their guns for a little bit longer. But then Leafpool has this dream of Cinderpelt dying. And she's like, fuck, back. I gotta go back. Gotta go back. And Crowfeather's like, I know. This fucking sucks. So they go back. I'm going to lose another girlfriend. Uh-huh. <laughs> truly meanwhile the badgers are attacking thunder clan um it's like i don't know how many like maybe Thousands. five of them <laughs> badgers are big they don't there doesn't need to be that many to have devastating effect on the cat um population they're only attacking thunder clan 
um, Sorrel Tail has. They went to River Clan first, I think, and fucked him up a bit, and then. Oh, I did not. I did not remember that yeah, in the text. No. I was very anxious to be done with this book. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorrel Tail has chosen this moment to start giving birth to her kits. So she's like sheltered in their little infirmary area with Cinderpelt. But the badgers attack them. Sorreltail is fine because Cindertail has like tried to fight them off, but Cindertail or Cindertail, Cinderpelt, Cinderpelt badly injured in the fight. Um, Squirrel Flight and Brambleclaw work together very well to fight back the badgers because they are in love. It was meant to be, you guys. They are reminded that they need each other and can rely on each other. They work so well together. Ash for who? Squirrel Flight reflects on this fact. She's like, I am much more worried about, like, Brambleclaw's well-being during this fight. I forgot the other one existed. I forgot that Ashfur was Ash... What? Ashpaw? Ashhead? Ash, I Ash can't Man? remember. Can't, can't say. Ashdoleg, I mean. He, uh... He keeps... There's, like, this cat that keeps following me around and trying to save me and getting in Brambleclaw's way of saving me. I don't... I don't understand what's going on. Uh... <laughs> Leafpool and Crowfeather show up during the fight. Of course, Crowfeather's very brave, and he fights so well. He fights away all the badgers. Um, Leafpool tries to heal Cinderpelt, but Cinderpelt's like, no, this is my time. I had I had a vision at the beginning of this book in the form of the prologue that said I was going to die, and I was going to die young, and everyone was very sad about it, and now here I am dying. It's and time Leafpool. for me to be a forest ghost. And remember when I was talking to you about how there is going to be big changes and you just need to be patient and accept the change and like roll with the changes. You're the medicine cat now. And she dies. <laughs> um, and then the rest of Wind Clan eventually shows up because midnight, she's like, it's too late for me to warn Thunder Clan that the badgers are coming because the badgers have come. So I need to go to Wind Clan and tell them to go help Thunder Clan. And Wind Clan does show up and helps fight the badgers away. And one star like throws his little line at Firestar and he's like, we may be four clans, but we should work together. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> what do you think Firestar lives for? What do you think he lives and breathes? He breathes teamwork, dude. The Badgers retreat. Midnight's like, I don't think you're going to have to worry about them. They've kind of learned their lesson. Cats are not to be fucked with. You guys, are, you guys are probably safe for a while. No need to launch another attack against them. And then in, in, the, in the midst of all of this like aftermath of huge huge Badger attack, the camp is destroyed. Stormfur and Brooke show up and they're like, this isn't what we were expecting. What's up? And that's how the book ends. <laughs> all right. Why couldn't it have been Grey Stripe? That would have been hilarious. <laughs> Why'd it have to be his kid? Uh, okay, let's talk about. Well, let's do let's do Top Cat first, so we can okay. kind of get into serious theories. Yeah, who'd you like best? Midnight. <laughs> Not a cat, but I I approve. No, I I think uh probably Brambleclaw because honestly, like every time Squirrel Flight was about to do something stupid, he'd be like, "Don't do that stupid thing." Uh, and he's competent. He's a competent he is cat. Competent. He's probably yeah. the most competent. Yeah, he absolutely. Deputy, he should he be Bramble Star. Is I'm just gonna say yeah. it right now, Bramble Star, 2024. We got a few lives to get through before yeah. anyone else is starring. That's true. It Fire. We don't know if Firestar lost any lives in this Badger fight. The That's book true. did not say. That's I'm true. sure we will hear about it. I bet he's but. down one. I bet he's down to six. Yeah, because he already had lost two that we knew of. But God, that you know. means like maybe two more arcs at <laughs> for Firestar. I can't. Rubs. I can't. Um, I think I've kind of got two and for different reasons. Crowfeather and Crowfeather. No, Mothwing because she's an atheist icon. And then, this is going to be controversial, 
Uh-huh. But Daisy, because the only way that cats in this book can have this book series can have distinct personalities is to not be a warrior. So she at least Absolutely. has a personality aside from warrior. And she's saving them from inbreeding. Yeah, at least she's three of the cats bringing in some bring fresh in new blood. blood. Yeah, we appreciate you, Daisy. Thank you. Daisy. You're no Sasha, but who no, is? No, she doesn't have near the confidence to pull no, that off. No, none of the panache of a Sasha. No. Um, okay, serious series. What are we feeling? Yeah. This is what are we unlike feeling? last time. We're not. We did our recording a little bit differently this arc, so yeah. we're not double recording with the book six. So we didn't write down theories because these are real true theories because we don't have we any haven't happening in not, book six. Not that the other ones weren't true theories too, but it's just like we wrote them down and then immediately read the next nice book. Um, yeah. Okay, what are we feeling? Who's going to be the villain next book? I don't know. So we we still have this prophecy, right? Mm-hmm. That unless unless this was what Yellowfang was talking about, but blood before there can be peace, blood will spill blood, which seems to imply Brambleclaw and Hawkfrost will right. have some sort of confrontation. Or will it be Brambleclaw and Tawny Pelt or Hawkfrost and Tawny Pelt or Mothwing versus all three of them? I don't I who think, can say. I think we can cross Tawny Pelt off of the list of cats that are even a little bit relevant to they've, the plot they've kind of written her off she's not important um i fear that it will be mothwing v other people which i would mm. hate because it would be that would be send a very weird message mm-hmm. about religion yeah my hope is at this point and i don't love this but i think it's probably because it seems so fucking basic but i think it's gonna be hawk frost v bramble claw yeah yeah and then Brambleclaw, Brambleclaw will have to go back to Squirrel Flight groveling for her forgiveness for him looking like his dad and trusting his brother. See, I think this is going to go a different way. I think mm-hmm. that it's going to be Squirrel Flight realizes she's been a shithead because Brambleclaw is going to so. remain loyal. She's been real awful. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that that is what we get. Um, I, hope so. I really don't know at all what to expect from this last book because there's not really... There's not really like, a thing... There's not been a buildup of yeah. anything. Like there's we just knew kind in of the, the last one. It was gonna be Tiger Star versus Firestar. But um, then we did get Blood Clan, and, and then we that was that actually the ultimate villain. So Yeah. You know Blood Clan again. <laughs> could be the Barn Cats. Maybe the be, yeah. them be coming to take back Daisy and the Kits. Maybe that'll be more of an issue than Maybe thought. the horses. Maybe the horses. I mean we <laughs> fought badgers. We've really yeah. Open the door at this point, which I think that will continue as this arcs go on. I don't know if it'll be like immediate, mm. but I think we're going to see more inter animal um, discussions that as, nice. as that things. Nice. I think we're going to eventually reach a real red Wally sort of vibe, you know? Excellent. Excellent. I hope they all get little swords and tunics. Ugh, I just want to read um, red wall. I think. Yeah, maybe, maybe someday. <laughs> I I think that you know they've just been harping on so many of the POV characters, important characters have been like four clans, but we need to work together for the better of all clans. I think there's there has to be some unifying moment between the four clans, or or like a real decisive moment to forever like tear them apart until the next arc. Uh, you know, see, I, I think I disagree because I think that. The four clans as one thing is a very like middle schoolers love sorting themselves into stuff. You know, we've That's got true. we've got Harry Potter, we've got uh, godly pa- godly parents and Percy Jackson. Um, 
yeah, divergent, divergent. Uh, yeah. Uh, hunger games, hunger districts. games fact, yeah, districts. You know, people people love to have a thing That's they can true. sort themselves into and assign all of their personality traits to. Um, I I don't think the warrior cat kids playing warrior cats on the playground would like it if suddenly everybody was one clan. You know? No, I don't think they'll be one clan. I think I think though we have to have like the. It has to swing one way or the other, right? Like Firestar has to has to like make everyone realize that it's okay. It's okay for them to admit that they need to work together in some instances. Because there's just been so much of that in this stupid arc. Here's my guess. Or it's gonna fracture and be broken forever. My my big swing prediction in this vein is that there is going to be a decision at the end that either medicine cats can fuck yeah. or Intercat interclan relationships are okay. Yeah. I think one of those two will happen. There's so many of them are like blurring the lines of mm-hmm. like you know, I need to, I need to go to this, these people for help or it's okay. like the siblings all of the, all of the siblings being in different clans and yada yada yada. And and especially with like the the blueprint of the the tribal cats being like yeah. well, we don't divide that way. That seems dumb as hell. I would also um, posit that in like two or three arcs from now not only will all of the cats be able to date, interdate between clans, I think that it will be a, like, choosing ceremony when you become a an apprentice where you decide oh, which choose what clan? clan you go to. Yeah. yeah. This is I my like guess. That. Are you a nerd? Wind clan? Are you really hot, River Clan? If you get into the situation of like, well, my dad's in River Clan, but my mom's in Shadow Clan, and I've got brothers in Thunder Clan, you know, like eventually yeah. you're you're gonna have that situation of like, well, I don't want to go to this school, you know? Yes, yeah. Everybody knows that Shadow Clan is full of bad guys. Yeah, I think every I... dark witch or wizard, <laughs> get it out, was came out of Shadow Clan. Anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't really know where this specific arc is going, because this it arc seems has, aimless. This arc it? has real, really been just all over the place. Someone needed to I, sit the authors down and be like, "What's the plan here, guys?" Well, it was just so clear that like a trilogy was intended. Uh huh. The whole thing happened in the first three books, and then I was, was we got to figure out how they settle their home, and like, okay, so we've done that. Uh, now we have two more books still. Okay, so maybe maybe other people want this home. Okay, so now what's in this last book? They've got everything. I from the timeline. Okay, here's another prediction. Maybe it will be because we know as adults, as adult humans, uh-huh. that they are in some sort of vacationy spot that people will come to in the summertime. Uh. Maybe there will be drama with the two legs. Maybe there okay, will be a war okay. with the two legs. In the They'll last fight book. the humans and kick the humans out of their yeah. territory. Could be. I don't know. It's don't called know. sunset, though. Sounds ominous. Like something bad will happen. I like sunsets. Could be. Could be a nice sunset. Yeah, but liter- yeah, literally know, speaking, <laughs> it is the end of something. Yeah. Well, we'll find out in a couple weeks. I guess. Not can't say I'm thrilled to, but we will. Next week we will be starting no finishing our Finish. domestic thriller unit with <gasps> um, Lisa Jules, the family upstairs, and then the mm-hmm. week after that we will be wrapping up 
Warrior Cats Arc 2 with Warrior Cats Arc 2 number 6 Sunset Bless Bless I am just really excited to be done with this one <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in the meantime, if you have a book or a unit you want us to read on the podcast, either because you think, no, not read on the podcast, just talk about, I'm not fucking sitting here and reading a whole book to you guys. You, you gotta pay me for that. That's illegal. Huh. That's illegal also. So pretend I didn't say any of that. Um, if you'd like us to talk about a book, uh, of your choosing or a unit on a podcast episode or several, if it's a unit, you can tweet at us at shelfawarecast or email us shelfawarecast at gmail.com. As always, thank you to Ben Cope for the use of our theme song. You can check out his YouTube channel in our show notes below. We are also on all of your favorite podcast aggregating platforms. So if you haven't followed or subscribed to us on one of those, you definitely should. Because i if you don't, I'm going to go to your dreams and start telling you to uh, kill people for ambition's sake. And it's going to be cat hell. Mm-hmm. And, I'll, and I'm going to force you to rank how hot these cats are. Every single one. The true cat hell Make was you in think us about all it. along. Yeah. <laughs> Cat Hell was the first 15 minutes of this episode. Uh, <laughs> if you use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd very much appreciate a five-star review. But if you don't, that's all right, because you are allowed to talk about us anywhere on the internet you like. In the words of Aaron Hunter, I know, I'm sorry, but everything's fine, really. Of course it was. It was better than fine when Crowfeather loved her. God. Come on, Leafpool. <laughs> Welcome back, Literary Slummers, to a Meow Meow Monday episode of... <laughs> I forgot what day this came out This on. one must be good. Welcome, welcome back, Literary Slummers, to a Meow Meow Monday episode of Shelf Aware. And I know where you are. Say it. Out loud. Say it. Cat hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Very Em. Good. And I'm Anna.